And so for those who are watching on LiveGate Outreach TV and those who are listening to the audio by podcasts, I want to say God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to this. Share it with your friends. If you are listening to the audio, there is a little thing at the bottom of the page, whatever you use, whether it's iOS or Android, that has a share button. Just share it, send it by email, send it by text to your friends if this message has blessed you. And we are also always excited to hear of what God has been doing. We thank God for our brethren in the Philippines. We are beginning to have about two or three people that follow us very constantly in the Philippines. And I want to use this opportunity to appreciate them very much. Let's put our hands together for Brother Emmanuel, particularly leads that team. He's been following us since 2016, Emmanuel Ortega. He runs a lot of churches out there. And uh, we want to thank God for his life. He sent me some messages in the course of the week. And I want to thank God for his life one more time. And uh, if you are here today that uh, you have come to have encounters with God, I want you to know you will not be disappointed. I say you will not be disappointed in the name of Jesus. When we started our series about nine weeks ago, you know this church, we do a lot of series and I hope you can keep tab. We started this series of living in purposeful creativity and this is the ninth session. We can have our banner now. We have gone through many things that are virtues that we believe that God is teaching us at this time that a believer must have in terms of fulfilling purpose in life. We said you must be a person of vision. You must be a person who is disciplined in your vision. Otherwise, vision vision can never be accomplished. And of course, without righteousness, no man can see God. The Bible makes us to understand that we are the righteousness of God. So we should walk in righteousness. We looked at the benefits of righteousness. The righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous cannot be forsaken. The righteous will continue to advance. The righteous are blessed. The righteous is exalted because the Bible says God exalts the righteous nation. And so we looked at that and we say you cannot be a righteous person without having the peace of of God because the kingdom of God is in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And we also came to the point where we looked at faith, where we went into the word of God again to establish that the just must continue to live by faith. And as a people who are delegated as ambassadors sent into this world to be in this world, even though we are not of this world, but to shine the light in this world, we are delegated. And our mandate on life, in life is to fulfill purpose as delegates with specific assignments, specific mandates that God helps us to fulfill. And as we fulfill it also, we commit it to others who are also able to continue the race. We all need to understand that this is the life that we ought to live. And last week we looked at the life of prudence where we talked about it being the ability to have sound judgment. What you do today informs what you get tomorrow. You cannot do the wrong thing and take the wrong decisions today and expect the right actions or right results tomorrow. It is impossible. You study today so that you can pass an exam tomorrow, not the other way around. You don't write the exam first to try to study. (laughs) You study today so that you can pass the exam tomorrow. So we prepare ourselves. Lifestyle of prudence is being able to be wisely manifesting as God ordained. And so the last attribute we're going to be looking at today, I'm not teaching it. God's servant is going to be, I'm going to be introducing him very shortly. He'll be teaching us on this particular virtue today. But I just want to lay some emphasis because of how we have started and how we are going in this journey. It is important for us to understand that integrity holds everything together. The Bible makes us to understand this in many ways. There are several scriptures that talk about the need for us to be a people of integrity. Integrity simply means that you have a state 
whereby you are whole, or we're talking about being undivided. In calculus, we call it integral. When you see that big S sign, some of you don't like seeing it. The moment you see it, you say, I cannot solve it. <laughs> but all it is saying is that everything under that S is able to be summed up by reason of the function that is in it. So we talk about integration. We talk about integral. We talk about integrity. So the word integrity means you are whole. And in some social context, it means that you have the capacity for morality. It, it means that you have the capacity for being honest. And so it is important that you are a person of deep moral convictions based on the word of God. And this is what God expects of us. Now, if we are joined to the Lord, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, very quickly. If we are joined to the Lord, it means that we are one with him. He said, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And if he is the author and the finisher of our faith, and he, the Bible says he knew no sin but became sin for us, it simply means that you and I must also be a people. Knew no sin means he was not a person who compromised. Knew no sin means he was not a person who let go of his standards. Even though he was tempted at all points. He remained righteous. Even though he was tempted at all points, he remained prudent. Even though he was tempted at all points, he continued to manifest his faith. Even though he was tempted at all points, he kept his vision. The Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame. And he kept on with his vision, looking out for the joy that was set before him indeed. And he obtained it. So when we talk about integrity, we're not just talking about you being able to speak the truth every time. That's a very, very small fraction of it. But we're talking about you living the lifestyle and the example that Jesus gave us. By integrity, when we are a people of integrity, we can maintain preservation. We can maintain a lot of the blessings of God and we are guided in many ways. As I said, I don't want to go too much into this today. We know that God's servants will come and bless us in this and throughout the week as we normally do we will be looking at this context better in the season where we read in the time where we read our from our scripture text today from titus chapter 2 verse 1 to 14 i brought out a, a few verses there i just want to quickly talk before i take my seat this morning there was an exhortation that titus was given he said that he should get the older men to teach the youngers that he should get the older women to teach the younger women but when he got to the men, the younger men in verse 6, he said, likewise, Titus chapter 2 verse 6, he said, likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded. The Bible says the glory of young men is in their strength. There is, the, there is the tendency for young men to be exuberant, to be a people who are flamboyant, a people who are so energetic and they can fall into many errors very easily. But he said, tell them to be sober-minded. And in verse 7, he said, also, in all things, they should be showing yourself. He said, you show yourself to be a pattern, an example of good works. Oh, how our world is lacking exemplary leadership from Christians today. How our church is lacking exemplary leadership from pastors today and leaders today. We are a people set on a hill that cannot be hidden. There are people who want to copy your pattern. There are young children. You saw on the stage a few minutes ago, young children, age five, six, seven. Some of them are about 10, 11, who were here just a few minutes ago reciting the word of God. Listen, friends, 
they are looking at every one of your actions and my actions. Especially those of you who came from the same home with you. Those of them that saw you, how you woke up and how you treated each other and what you did to your, your, your husband or your wife and how you do, they watch and study everything. I have told you that I was only seven years old when God spoke to me through the ministry of a great servant of God who has gone long time be with the Lord in the person of Reverend Matthew Owojaye who was in Kano, Nigeria at that time. This man of God was an orthopedic nurse. And he used to teach. He was an associate pastor to our head pastor in the evangelical church I was then. And as a seven-year-old, I used to get fascinated by such huge ministry he had. And I said, Lord, I like this man. He's a working professional and he preaches the word of God so well. And I used to fasten my eyes upon him so strongly that time. I never knew that God was passing a button to me to go and do likewise. There is a world that is waiting for your pattern. There are children, young people, your own, others that are waiting for your pattern. There are colleagues in the workplace that are waiting for your pattern of good works. That you are showing doctrine in integrity. You are showing it as a whole. What you say matches with your actions. Every time they are seeing you together, you are a person of reverence. You are a person of incorruptibility. He said in verse 8, that you are be a person that is of sound speech that cannot be condemned. A person of sound speech that cannot be condemned. Integrity makes you, integrity speaks for you even when you are not there. When people know you as a person of integrity, do you know that when there was a time I heard just a few years ago, somebody was trying to slander me and they were speaking in the call. It was fed to me. I was not there. The, the person out went and was telling people that I did this, I did that, I did this. And the people told him, that the David Oloke we know will never do all these things you are saying. Hallelujah. And then one of them came by them. I was not there. They were doing the talking and they came to report to me. And one of them came and told me and said, this is what happened. And we told the person that no, this is not it. I said to the person, I said, put your mind at rest. I was sleeping when all that was happening. <laughs> so you two go and sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know something? There is a way that you can have an, a life of integrity that the devil will do everything he can to try to slander you. But the Bible says those ones, the people who are opponent will be put to shame. I say every opponent of your life will be put to shame because of the grace for integrity that is coming upon you afresh. God's servant that will be giving us the word of God today. I have known him in just a very, very short time. But these testimonies that I have heard and his heart that I have seen shows something that the body of Christ needs today. And I want you to know that he will be impacting us like we have never seen before by the grace of God. Only be expectant. Be like that man by gate beautiful, even though you are not lame. But be like him. The Bible says he was looking at Peter and John expecting to receive from them. I pray that your expectation will not be cut off today. In the name of Jesus. He said that when you are a person of integrity, they will have nothing evil to say of you. When they say it, it doesn't mean they will not say it. It doesn't mean they will not attempt it. But every time they are saying it, they hold no substance because integrity is speaking for you. I say your integrity will speak for you. I say your integrity will speak for you. When you are a person of integrity, you will always be at rest. Do you know why you are always worried about what people say? It's because at times you are not too sure whether those things are true or they are not true. <laughs> when you know that what they are saying about you has no relevance to you, you don't bother yourself. It is integrity that helps you to do just that. 
May God continue to keep us as a people of integrity in the mighty name of Jesus. We are so blessed this morning to have the ministry of Pastor uh, Ugochuku Akwarandu with us all the way from Abia State, Nigeria. Let's give the Lord a big hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is a very wonderful state in the southeast part of Nigeria. And uh, we want to thank God. I met him first time at Pastor Moses' wedding in uh, December, on the 28th of December it was, last uh, year, that's 2018. And we want to thank God. Uh, we've not had much chance to speak since then, but when Pastor Moses told me that he will be visiting the UK and uh, he will be with us, it was such a thrill to hear that. And I want to thank God. I'm just want, I just want to quickly show you a couple of things about this great servant of God. Because at times, you see, when he was called up to minister, I don't think he was to minister at the wedding. The pastor came up late, isn't it? Now I'm remembering very well. And they called him. He came with his phone so that you know I was observing. He came with his phone. Message not prepared beforehand, but like any general, he delivered the word of God. I said, this man carries something. Hallelujah. I'm sure he didn't know I was observing all that. You know, the man who was supposed to come and preach, they waited, we sang, we sat down, we stood up, he didn't come. And suddenly, they called great servant of God. And as he came up, he delivered the word. Simple, sharp. I'm precise. And I know that God is going to use him again today. Well, whoa.